Let's start with Elon. Elon has got one of the smallest profit margins in the world. And you're going to see that with the most successful people. The most successful people have the smallest profit margins. And the least successful people have the biggest. And I'm going to prove it to you. Hey guys, welcome to the show. Love to have you on board today. Interesting topic that I really want to talk about. And I want to talk about like it's a disease, the disease of profit margin obsession. It's a disease that runs rampant in, in, uh, in humans in general. We've all got it to some degree. You know, it's kind of like the chicken pox. It lives within us, whether it activates or not, you know, I don't know. But uh, we've all got a degree of profit margin obsession within us. And there is ways to cure that obsession. It is a problem. It is a problem when we obsess too much about our profit margins because it can get in the way of, of growth uh, in, in a big way. And we're going to talk about how, in particular, you know, different profit margins for small teams, large teams, small brokerages, large brokerages, talk about those margins and, and how obsession over the margins can, can change things and in a negative way if we're not careful as well, too. So that, that's, the, that's the important part here. Introducing the Custom Training Suite, your company's own custom-branded training website loaded with Eisenhower Coaching's vast library of powerful training courses for real estate agents, teams, and brokerages that includes your own custom course creation, manager dashboards and reporting, and even course certifications and designations. You can host ICC's comprehensive training courses, as well as create your own custom training courses, all on a custom branded website ICC creates for you. Hi everyone, this is Brian Eisenhower. This is going to change everything for the real estate industry. When your agents use their own personal logins to access their student dashboards and course libraries, they'll see your organization's branding throughout the site. We provide robust coursework and diverse options for learning. Each course comes with video lessons, audio lessons, downloadable and printable course workbooks, scripts, tools, and the plug and play high level systems that ICC is known for. Quizzes and action steps provide agents with accountability and a game plan with actionable takeaways after each lesson. With your management administrator account, you can access agent enrollment as well as reporting to monitor agent learning performance. You can view and download dynamic reports, a next level solution for accountability at your real estate organization. When agents complete courses, they receive downloadable and printable course certificates and receive degree designations that can be formally abbreviated after their name in professional signature lines, online profiles, and other types of marketing. Along with access to over 50 of ICC's award-winning online training courses, you can also create your own customized training courses specific to more localized training topics like office file compliance, local MLS systems, contracts and disclosures instruction, your own CRM training, and new agent orientation and onboarding. The Custom Training Suite is your own custom branded training website that is changing the game for real estate companies and teams everywhere. So when we talk about this, this profit margin problem, <laughs> if you will, just understand, you know, we've seen this. It's very normal. Okay. It's very normal. And everybody's got it. You've got it. We've all got it. We've all hit it. You know, some have gotten through it. 
I, I'm happy to say I've gotten through it. Uh, it's a problem, you know, as many of you know, um, you know, I'm the founder of Eisenhower Coaching and Consulting. So we've coached many of the highest producing teams and brokerage owners and agents throughout North America. Oftentimes our clients are number one in production and in every multiple listing service. So we, we definitely have a lot of experience in coaching leadership in general. So with that being said, we see a lot of this problem and it's a constant problem that we have to address. And here's why it's a problem, right? As a profit margin, you know, we're always trying to preserve those profit margins, right? Um, and that makes sense, you know, business sense. We, you know, we want profit. So, you know, we, we look at all our expenses and we hope we have a lot more profit than we do expenses. So that means more money in our pockets, right? But at the same time, we're always trying to grow, right? We're trying to grow. We're trying to increase our income, while at the same time increasing, you know, our personal time, our life balance. And typically that's going to come through growth, right? Businesses don't grow, they die. Trying to maintain things the same is very hard because if you do stay the same, then all of a sudden, you, you know, you're just going to start really just trying to keep expenses low to get the most profit out of it. And there's only so much, you know, you can't really cut your way to profitability. There's only, there's only so much growth and happiness and fulfillment and, and life balance that you can squeeze out of a turnip, you know what I mean? Like at some point, you know, they can't cut expenses anymore. So, you know, things get very frustrating in your career and you can usually make lateral moves out to different, and we see it's the biggest reason people quit in real estate. It's this obsession over profit margins. And, you know, as coaches and consultants and leaders, we're always trying to encourage people to grow both their income and their free time. You know, that's what growth gets you. Growth's a wonderful thing. So, you know, it doesn't mean you have to want to be huge or, you know, a, you know, a monstrous brokerage or a monstrous team or anything. Just a little bit bigger. That's what most of our clients want, a little bit bigger. And, you know, some end up being monstrous and big and they have tons of profit and they, you know, they have tons of free time. And that's what happens. The bigger you get, typically that's usually how that happens. But they didn't intend to be there and you don't have to either. You know, they're happy they're there, you know, making millions of dollars and, and, and not working much. And once you replace that free time, it's up to you, right? I mean, you might work on other things, you know, or you might just travel a lot or, you know, you might open up a mortgage company or a development company or a property management company or insurance company or, you know, uh, lots of things that can go alongside your real estate business. You might flip houses. You might invest a lot in rentals. I mean, we, we coach all that stuff, believe it or not. When you coach leadership, you got to because, uh, you know, they get some free time and some of them want more money and more pillars of income. That's great, too. Some have enough and they and they, they want to spend some of that time just traveling, too. I mean, that, that's great. That's up to you, you know, however you want to do that. But obsession over profit margins will not get you there. I'll tell you that right now. You're kind of stuck with the with the hand you're dealt if you obsess over profit margins, because, you know, you can't, like I said, you can't squeeze blood out of turnover. You're not going to get much more time out of your existing situation unless we grow. And when we coach and train and consult people, we're always trying to help them grow because if they grow, there is some pain associated with that, that will reduce profit margins, right? I mean, maybe that's, I don't care where you are in, you know, it could be just investing in some real estate marketing. You know what I mean? Buying buying flyers or postcards or something, or you know maybe you know investing in some online leads. Who knows? You know you know spending money on your business, you know will give you return, but it will temporarily reduce your margin. They could be hiring a transaction coordinator that you pay by the file, and then ultimately hiring you know a full time staff member, an admin staff member that that handles all your 
your marketing, your administrative needs, your transaction coordination, your listing management, all that kind of stuff. Pay them as a W-2 employee every two weeks. That's very painful. That really reduces the margin. That puts some pressure on things, right? Scary. Um, you may be bringing on agents, you know, it could be agents in your brokerage, could could be agents on your team, it could be buyer's agents, showing assistants, listing, listing specialists, inside sales agents, all those different things. You got to pay a percentage now, which is a big amount of money of sales. And that reduces the margins even further. And you couple that with adding more administrative staff members and more agents as you grow and grow and grow. It could be office space, things like that. All of those things reduce margins. And you're going to see it's scary, you know, so a lot of people quit along the way. Somewhere they hit one of those obstacles and they quit, you know what I mean? And then they're just kind of, they're there and they maintain and they say it's comfortable, not improving. They say that's comfortable where they are right there, but they do start to burn out, right? Because you, again, you can't squeak much more time out of that. You can cut some expenses, increase your margin, or you have to wait for the market to go up and down. So you're always worried about the market and how many sales there are and how, you know, how, what's going on with home prices and sales volume and interest rates and things like that, because you're not in control anymore. And even when those things do impact things, they don't impact much. So it's tough. I mean, you see a lot of people with goals to get out of production themselves. That's why they started their team or their brokerage, right? But they can't, like they have to keep selling because they're not growing anymore. They're not growing anymore because they're stuck on their margins. So we, as coaches, we're trying to push you through some of those painful, uncomfortable steps to increase your margin. And here's why, here's why, okay? So I'm gonna tell you why, because margins just don't that matter. You know what I mean? So we can start with, we'll start with the top. Like, it seems like every now and then, Elon, Elon Musk is like the, they say he's the wealthiest man in the world or something. He's worth the most money in the world, okay? So let's start with Elon. Elon has got one of the smallest profit margins in the world. And you're gonna see that with the most successful people. The most successful people have the smallest profit margins. And the least successful people have the biggest. And I'm going to prove it to you, okay? Because they're not obsessed. Elon is not obsessed with margins at all. He's obsessed with net income, you know, and probably a bunch of other fun stuff. So like his jets, travel, <laughs> travel to the moon, apparently. So let's talk about Tesla. He owns Tesla, right? So, um, and I'm just going to use round numbers because I have no idea what the real numbers are, but you'll get the point, right? Let's say that he makes a billion dollars a year from Tesla. One billion with a B. Let's just say that. So he makes a lot of net income. A billion dollars a year is a lot of net income, right? And that let's say that comes from 101 billion of revenue that Tesla makes. So he's got 101 billion in revenue and 100 billion in expenses. So that means he's got like a real low, like 0.10% profit margin. Real low. One of the lowest profit margins in the world. But he's still making a billion dollars. You know, he's still got multiple, he's got a fleet of his own private airplanes and space shuttles and things like that. Like, so that's what he's got. So he's got big net income, but a real low margin. Okay. And that falls true all the way down the ladder of human success stories, right? Let's move into real estate. Who's at the top of the real estate game? I don't know, but let's just say it's the guys that own the big national companies. Like I think Linegar owns Remax. I think they're public to some degree, but let's just say he owns the most shares. Maybe Gary Keller owning Keller Williams, some, you know, those types of guys, you know, so they, they own the most, right? But they have the, you know, I'll say a Glenn Stafford at EXP. I'll keep going all those guys that own those companies, right? So let's say they are next, right? They have the lowest margins in real estate. I mean, think about it. The guys that own the big national brands, I mean, they get all their money off of, uh, off of, it's to some degree, whether it's profit share, revenue share, or freaking real estate sales, 
percentages of commission, it's coming from production at some point, right? So you got production, you got a sale. The bulk of that sale is going to the agent. The agent's getting the most of it. Maybe the local brokerage gets a big chunk of it too, you know, or middlemen or other people on staff. And then, you know, some percentage goes to the mothership. And the mothership's got expenses too, like the international company. They got to pay operations staff and for different systems and tools they provide their agents. Maybe it's marketing, you know, they're called royalties or franchise fees sometimes. Sometimes there's a direct split to the mothership. Who knows? But they've got expenses too, right? You know, you're going to pay out your revenue share to other people too and profit share. So, I mean, those are all expenses, right? And the dude at the top, the Elon Musk of real estate, has the smallest percentage of the pie. His profit margin is the smallest, but oftentimes making the most money because they have multiple airplanes too. Okay. They've got, <laughs> so maybe not as much as Elon. They don't have a spaceship, but they, they got quite a bit. So that's true. Then we circle, it keeps going down, right? Then we start moving into like the guys that own the individual franchises or just real estate brokers, maybe the big real estate brokers, right? There is about an eight, you know, most real estate economic think tanks will tell you there's, you know, this is true too. You know, there's an 85 to 90% correlation between agent size, agent count in your organization and profitability. So the more, the more you got, you know, it just, you know, it, to, generally speaking, the, the, the more profit you're going to have. And I know you'll look at those companies and say, I don't know how many they make any money. None of those guys sell anything. Well, they do. Some of them do a small percentage do. So if I look at a small boutique brokerage, yeah, there'd maybe 10 or 20 people in there. And usually two or three of them or four of them will be doing most of the sales compared to the other 80%. Same with an office of a thousand people, a hundred thousand people, you know, a very small percentage of them, but it's still about usually 10, 20%, 80, 90% don't sell much. That mix tends to work out in every brokerage sooner or later sooner or later. And it works out in every MLS and it works out in every national brand too. Uh, they like to say one's more selected than the other and agents are different and things like that. Eh, that. That agent production mix usually works out to be the same too. That's why there's always like an 80 to 85 to 90% correlation between profitability and size. So I know people like to be small and they like to be different. And they like to be unique. And, and I'm sitting here normalizing all the different companies and brands, but guess what? I've been doing this for a lot longer than even some of the people we're mentioning. And we are in charge of, of coaching and consulting a lot of these companies. So we do get a pretty good bird's eye view of the differences. The point of the matter is there aren't a lot of differences. It's just size. <laughs> so hate to burst that bubble for you. It's good. They some have better cultures than others. Okay, that's great, but it doesn't really have anything to do with size. Okay, so I'm going to take a quick break to talk to you all about something I'm really excited about. This year's ICC Summit is happening in San Diego at the Paradise Point Resort on its own island, surrounded by beaches in the middle of San Diego's beautiful Mission Bay. I mean, could there be a better venue? We have the entire resort and island to ourselves. And one thing that makes the ICC Summit so special are all of the great people that will be there. That's what I always hear after one of our summits. They always say, man, I met some great people too. Networking and new friendships are formed, and unlike most real estate conference, the mastermind sessions at the ICC Summit are exciting, fast-paced, and led by many of North America's top producing agents, team leaders, and broker managers, not to mention our team of elite coaches and some well-known industry leaders too. We also believe in an interactive and participatory environment and that that provides the richest learning experience out there for our attendees. No boring keynote speeches here. It's a high-powered three-day event 
September 6th through 9th, 2023. You can register today at ICCSummit2023.com. That's ICCSummit2023.com. You can find that link in the podcast description too. Register today and use the promo code PODCAST for $100 off your registration fee. So I hope to see you all in San Diego. And now let's get back to the podcast. As we move down into the brokers, same deal. Like they're getting the small piece of the pie, right? The big brokers, same thing. I mean, they usually have multiple staff people to pay. They got office expenses to pay. They get the small percentage of the commission check. You know, the agent gets the big percentage. They have a very small, small margin. Then you start moving down into maybe some of the bigger teams, right? And the bigger teams, same deal. Like they got to pay out their agents. They got to pay their admin staff. They got to pay marketing. They get a very small percentage, you know, maybe 20 to 30%. After they pay all their operating expenses and pay all their agents off the commission sold, you know, they, you know, profit margins, 20, 30, at most 40%. And again, the smaller teams will typically be around 40%. The real big teams will be around 20%. But trust me, the people that run the big teams make more money. Just the way it works, right? Smaller margins tend to be more net income. Then you move down in your sales agents, same deal. It's really interesting there. It keeps going because the less successful agents typically work at discount brokerages. I mean, there's exceptions all over the place. So, but I'm just talking to you from a macro perspective, bird's eye view looking down. You know, you'll see those smaller agents that only sell one house a year, maybe every other year, two years. They hang their house. They they, they go to the, the 100% companies, right? Because they know when they get that one deal, they want as much as humanly possible. Whereas the higher producing solo agents, you know, they're typically going to, you know, if you look at them, they're, they're normal competitive commission split companies paying 20%, 10%. Maybe they've got a cap, you know, things like that. Who knows? But they're paying something competitive out there, you know, even 30%, you know, stuff like that. They're paying those amounts because they get value from it and they use the value and they want to keep succeeding and they're looking to grow, right? They're scaling up and they're they're going the right direction, trying to get more income and and preserve their life balance too. So they use those things. But the lower producer ones tend to tend to gravitate to the hundred percent companies. That's just the way it typically works. There's exceptions, I get it, but that's the way it works. So whether we start real low with that person that doesn't sell much at hundred percent with the highest margin, then we go all the way up to Elon Musk, right? Who's got the lowest margin and makes the most money. Understand if you want to make more money, more net income, and get more of your life balance in check to do other things, you got to get over the profit margin obsession and you've got to invest in your business. That's a big, big deal. And what happens is, you know, there's all these obstacles. I gave you examples as, as an agent grows up to who, who knows what the finish line looks like, brokerage owner, team owner, whatever. I don't know. You know, like I said, generally speaking, you always want to sell a little bit more to get a little bit more income. So we always want a little bit more income and we always want a little bit more of our life back. So you're always going to hit these new obstacles that and every obstacle typically is going to decrease your margin a little bit more as you grow. And it's fun, not fun, it's not funny either, actually, but it is you know, I'm happy for it because it gives us, it gives, it gives my coaching company <laughs> uh, job security that you guys need us to get you through these. So it's not funny. It's it's a vital. <laughs> it's vital to me. However, you know, we're trying to push you through those. We're trying to get you to walk across that short-term pain, the the burning coals, 
to get to the treasure, the fortune on the other side, which is more income and less work, right? So we're trying to push you through each obstacle you hit. I got a coach, he's, he coaches and, and one, our director of all our leadership coaching guy named Rick Fuller, he'll tell you, it's almost like you're climbing a mountain. He's got different base camps, right? So we'll help you start investing in your business and a little bit more time, you know, and then allegedly you'll have to invest in some marketing or something. And you might, you know, hire some admin support and some agents. Each one of those little steps where we decrease your margin is like a new base camp. We got to set up there and get sturdy there and then move up to the next one. And that's that growth. And some move faster than others because they're over their profit margin obsession. Some don't. Some want to move much more cautiously and preserve that margin as long as they can as they move up. That's fine. I mean, it, everybody moves their own speed, but if you want to move quick, it, the key is getting over that profit margin obsession. And that, I mean, there's lots of things that get in the way that you can't help, like, right, you know, seasonality. Like if you're in an area, typically places that have very cold weather in the winter, you won't have a lot of sales in the winter. So it's very hard to get through a December without much money coming in, without slashing all your expenses and firing everybody or whatever you got going on. You got to live through that. You got to save money through the winter. You got to capitalize your business so that you're prepared to go through those times. You got to control your mindset and your emotions through that. That happens too. Markets can change that, like on a real estate cycle over like a 10 year period. I mean, you go through a time when sales volumes drop, you know, interest rates go up, you know, prices collapse, all those different things that can happen to disrupt the amount of sales you do that's outside your control too. And that can make you go backwards. Agents leaving you, turnover can do it. Uh, and that's all going to happen. All that stuff's going to happen. I don't care who you are, that's going to happen to you. If it hasn't happened, it's coming. And we always want you taking three steps forward and things will cause you to take two steps back. We just don't want you to take three to four steps back. We don't want you to go lower than your last base camp. That will really slow things down. That ha that can happen too. And then we got to kind of get back up there. But that's where coaches really help you. And I know that's a shameless plug, but it really is important. These highly successful people very rarely do it on their own trial and error experiences. You want to get there fast. Success leaves clues. These guys have picked them up. It's up to you whether you want to reduce your profit margin and hire a coach. You know, it's an, again, there's another one. You can feel that obsession. I need that money. Yeah, okay. Well, you're, you know, your base camp is where it is, and those results you're getting right now are typically what you're going to get. Remember that. That's that's really really important. And so with small teams, typically, I mean, we're you know, like I said, I mean, there you know, people get stuck in the small team place forever, like. It, it depends how many transactions you do, but they'll have like four or five agents. And that's a real tough place to be, man. I, it's one of the hardest places to be. And people, a lot of times they quit there and just say, because all it takes is like lose two or three agents and you've lost your whole team. That'll discourage your admin. They'll leave or they'll get, you know what I mean? And then you can't pay them anymore. And you just go all the way backwards. So you really got to grow through the small team thing. Yeah, that's hard because... I mean, I know it can go really well for a while and you can have some fun team lunches and everybody's going to be besties. I get it. Just wait. Nothing's going to happen. And they have a hard time sustaining because agents move around, man, and you can't control divorces. You can't tra control job transfers. You can't control, you know, you know, fluctuations in sales volumes where they need to get a steady job. You can't control. When all those things happen, they they often quit or they the grass is greener at some other brokerage. They think that'll make a difference. You know, all that. I, there's an ebb and flow that you can't fight in real estate, you know, maintaining and squeezing your team tight and hoping it never changes without growing is really hard. You squeeze to that tight, things will slip through your fingers. There's a reason they say in all business, if you're not growing, you're dying because maintaining is hard. 
And focusing and obsessing over your profit margin is the quickest way to squeeze too tight. That's why that happens. That's why most almost any leadership book you know is going to tell you that, right? So it's real important that we don't do that, okay? And we don't obsess over it. And we're willing to move forward because we got to keep moving forward. That's crucial. And those small teams, man, you know, you get up to 20, you know, 20 agents, let's say I'm just picking random numbers out here. Now, all of a sudden you can grow, man. I mean, it's hard to go from five to 20. That's the hardest thing is to move out of that small team because recruiting is terribly hard and it's terribly humbling. It's the hardest thing in real estate, you know, to do by far way harder than listing properties and generating listings. It's humbling because you talk to these low producers or people that never sold a house and they're like deciding whether to go with you and they reject you and a large percentage of them don't. And then they come on board and they move on and you go from like, Five agents, 20 agents. Yeah, you think that's 15 agents. No, I ain't 15 agents. That's going to be like 30 agents because 15 of them aren't going to work out. And that's just the numbers, man. You got to play those. I know it's going to be, you know, people think it's going to be different for them, but it's not. So that's really hard to do. But once you get up to 20 agents, now you can actually, you've got enough production coming. Even if a lot of them don't sell, that's probably enough to bring on someone else to handle the recruiting going forward because you've gone, you've gone to the pain and then how we compensate that person. That's you need coaches for all that, but you've got enough production coming in at that point, typically where it's very easy to bring in another leader to help recruit and retain because at that point it's going to be tough, but you do have to roll up your sleeves and fight through it. Just like agents, when they first start their business, they have to roll up their sleeves and fight through it. You have to lead generate, you have to get out there and Really work hard to get some business until you get things up and running and that starts coming to you. Same thing as a leader, right? That, that's, that's that growth mindset, right? So you have to push through it. And that's same true with brokerages, same through with, you know, bigger numbers for brokerages because you have a lower margin there. So we need a little bit more agents, but you have to push through it until the organization is bringing in enough company dollar and enough income through other pillars of income that all these things can generate that we can now afford to get some of our time and enjoyment back because that's hard, man. I mean, it's, it's real tough. So those small teams, I mean, you're looking at profit margins. Yeah. 30, 40% if you're doing things right after you, you know, pay your agents and pay some administrative support and marketing. So you're operating as, uh, expenses and your cost of sales, those two things. And we analyze that for you as coaches and consultants. Then you get to big teams. I mean, you'll see them drop down to 20%. I mean, we've got a few teams we coach over, you know, hundreds of agents. You know, they didn't intend to be there either, the our clients, the leaders of it, but they're very happy they are. They just want to get a little bit bigger and they just wanted to get a little bit more free time. And they just kept doing that and they just kept walking. And now here they are, 100 agents. Their margin's probably, you know, 10% or less at this point. And they don't care because they're making over a million dollars a year and they are they barely have any day-to-day activities they do. They're completely out of production. They don't manage the team. They got other people in place. It's it's like a free million dollars that just comes their way of passive income. That's pretty relatively passive. That's really good. You know, as they walk through those coals barefoot, they got to the other side and then they walk through some more coals to keep growing and keep decreasing that profit margin. And they got there. And that's the mentality you've got to have. If you stop and try to assess where you're at right now, oftentimes we do that when we're standing on the burning coals. And of course, you're going to say, no way. This is no fun. I want to go backwards. You know, it's more comfortable over there because you've already been there. But remember, there's a reason you wanted to get out of that place in the beginning. And you just kind of hang on to that reason. Coaches help you do that. But, you know, you yourself, you go back to that place. You have now put a freaking ceiling on your growth. 
because you're saying, I can't go up there. I tried those coals. They hurt. I don't want to go that way. No way. And that happens when bad things happen when you go that way. Usually it's your profit margin decreases. It could be turnover or problems with your agents or personnel or marketing's not working or leads kind of stop for a couple months. So, I mean, I mean, that just happens. Sales drop, markets change, seasonality, all the things I talk about, those things make us go backwards down into comfort and we take our base camp and reduce it. And that's the dangerous thing that we can't let happen too many times. It does happen to the best of us. It happens to happen to me many a times. But now I'm at a place where I'm one of these big wigs, man. I got a lot of different organizations and I, and I get passive income from them. And, and I'm always replacing myself and I'm always decreasing my profit margin because I keep building a bridge and walking across them, right? So you got to build that bridge though. So don't forget that. It does take some work. You know, you, you do got to, um, so stop assessing during the work, have faith in what that light at the end of the tunnel looks like, Right. We've got to build that bridge and we walk across it. We don't have to go across anymore so long as we bring in other talented personnel and give them a chance then to, to succeed as well too. So that's the idea behind this profit margin obsession that we've all got to different degrees. I've even still got it. But because I've, I've dealt with it so many times, it is decreased compared to most people. Guys like Elon Musk, whoo, I doubt they even have it. He probably likes spending money, right? So, you know, I can do better and I'm going to keep doing better. And I hope this helps you do the same. Guys, thanks for your time. Can't wait to see you on the next episode too. Thanks for listening to the Brian Eisenhower podcast. You can learn more about ICC at eisenhowercoaching.com. That's I-C-E-N-H-O-W-E-R. Com. You can also enroll in one of our many online courses at ICCOnlineLearningCenter.com. That's ICCOnlineLearningCenter.com, where you'll find the most expansive real estate training library in the industry. We also offer custom training portals for real estate teams and brokerages looking to give all of their agents access to our expansive course list of courses and training systems. Some companies even take it one step further by purchasing versions of our courses and systems that are white label branded to their specific real estate organizations. Also, be sure to subscribe to Eisenhower Coaching's YouTube channel to watch new video content that we put out each and every week. And again, be sure to join the fastest growing Facebook group for top performing real estate professionals by searching for the Real Estate Agent Roundtable Group. With all of that said, thank you again for joining us today. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Brian Eisenhower Podcast.